you know, we're not, we're not wealthy. We're a middle-class family, normal family, you know, just making a normal living. But uh, that investment in myself has freed me up to live the life that I would live if I didn't have a job, because I don't have a job. You know what I mean? I'm doing exactly, I'm getting up and I am making the music I want to make. And you just can't put a price tag on that. It's easy to get lost in today's music industry with constantly changing technology and where anyone with a computer can release their own music. But I'm gonna share with you why this is the best time to be an independent musician and it's only getting better. If you have high quality music, but you just don't know the best way to promote yourself so that you can reach the right people and generate a sustainable income with your music, we're gonna show you the best strategies that we're using right now to reach millions of new listeners every month without spending 10 hours a day on social media. We're creating a revolution in today's music industry, and this is your invitation to join me. I'm your host, Michael Walker. So I'm excited to be here today with Shane Heilman. Shane is awesome. He's someone, you know, at this point with Modern Musician, we have 24 coaches on the team who are working like hands-on, one-on-one with different artists. And I hear a little rumbling sometimes when we have like a rock star client or there's someone that joins the programs kind of going through it who's just extraordinary. It kind of makes its way through the grapevines to me. And Shane is an example of one of those people who I just kept hearing his name coming over and over again. Like, oh, Shane is awesome. And you got to meet Shane. And so uh, I just had the chance to actually meet him face to face probably like a week ago or so. And he was just sharing his his journey with his music career and some of the things that he's accomplished are really, really extraordinary. He's an amazing story. I wanted to bring him on here just to talk a little bit and share his story. I think it's going to be really inspiring for, for a lot of you. I think for musicians, a lot of times we're sort of uh, raised to think that it's not really possible to have a career as a musician and that's, that you can't really make money as a musician. And so I think anytime that we can you know, kind of share, shine a light on, on people who are proving that wrong, it's better for all of us. So Shane, thanks so much for taking the time to come on here live today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Michael. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So to start out with, I'd love to hear just a little bit about some of your story. Maybe you could introduce yourself for anyone that's listening right now. Sure. So I have been a musician pretty much uh, most of my life. I think from a young age, just really got um, into just the, the power of music, was inspired by music. It's in my family. In fact, my grandfather, he played guitar at his 100th birthday party. So, I mean, and he, all my whole mom's side of the family played instruments, you know, so it was always, it was always there. So from a young age, I always wanted to play. And uh, eventually, uh, when I was 17, I really started getting serious about it. Started learning guitar with a friend of mine. Uh, we started a band. I moved to Nashville, of course. Everyone's got to move to Nashville at some point, right? And we spent about uh, four years there trying to get a record deal, but uh, the band broke up in Nashville. And so uh, a few years later, I got this idea to start something uh, called the Psalms Project, which puts entire psalms to music. So uh, the book of Psalms, of course, is in the Bible. And I would say the way I like to put it, it's probably the most popular part of the most popular book ever written. Right. So very familiar text to a lot of people. But then it gets a lot of stuff in there that's kind of bizarre. There's a lot of stuff in there that's really intense, even offensive. There's a lot of stuff in there that people don't know is there. You know, we, we all know like Psalm 23 or maybe, you know, some other ones. But there's a lot of stuff in there, again, that people are not familiar with. And so I thought to myself, what if I put these to music? I mean, these are ancient Hebrew poems we're talking about. What if I put these to like progressive rock music or put them to just like really powerful orchestral music and just let them let them talk? Like, get, let them th tell the whole story of the whole song from beginning to end with music. I thought that's a really intriguing idea. So I started to mess with it. And uh, long story short, you know, 10, 12 years later, here I am. And that's what I'm doing for a living. I'm setting ancient Hebrew poems to music and people are actually listening to them and, and, and buying them. And I've, I've made a, a career out of it. I'm like 50 Psalms into it now. There's 150 of them, a 50 in. 
after 10 or 12 years. So it's quite a project, but uh, yeah, I'm, that's, that's what I'm doing now. As of a few months ago, I'm doing it full time. Hmm. That's super cool, man. I, I love that. It's such a good example of you. Sometimes you talk about this familiar plus unique kind of formula where you take something that people recognize that they're familiar with, and then you kind of, you, you put your own twist on it, you put your own stamp on it. And gosh, what a perfect example of what, what you're doing is you're kind of reframing and, and really bringing it in for a whole new generation of people that may have never, you know, been able to absorb some of the wisdom that's being shared there. So it's really cool. So I'd love to dig in a little bit to your story and maybe kind of like early on, could you share like, what are some of the biggest challenges or struggles that you kind of went through as you've, you because know, now you're kind of at a point where you're doing it full time and that's incredible, but I know that it wasn't always that way and you had to kind of go through this initial stage. So like, like where were you at kind of at the beginning and what were some of the biggest challenges that you had to get through? Sure. Yeah. Well, honestly, the first challenge is that um, honestly, growing up, I was pretty, pretty bad at music. Like it, it, it didn't, even though it was in my family and I always wanted to do it. When I first tried to learn guitar lessons, like when I was young, something just didn't click. I don't know if it was the, the curriculum or the guitar book or whatever. I remember messing with my grandpa's guitar book at a young age, trying to learn and just thinking like, I just, this just, this just isn't for me, at least right now. Like I just wasn't it just didn't, you know, I didn't pick it up and like, bam, I was like playing, you know, it took a lot of work. And then also singing wise, vocally, I had a lot of struggles. Like I, you know, didn't come out of the womb singing on key, like my wife does, <laughs> like some people do. Some people just have it. You know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> so so for me, it was a lot of work when I started to sing. This is like later on, like 20 years old or so. I really started to try to become a competent singer. I'd say it was probably probably a good five, six years before I felt like I was competent and had a style. I really had to work. Even my mom, like when I was younger and I would like sing in my room or sing in the shower, sing in the car, she's like, Shane, you really, you really shouldn't sing. Like, you know, so when you're, when your mom, when your mom tells you you're bad, you know, you're bad. So that's what I had to overcome, you know, vocally and musically. But I mean, guitar really started to make sense actually when I was a teenager. And this is actually after I became a born again Christian at a retreat. All of a sudden I had this interest to play music like beyond what I had before. And I just like, all of a sudden, like, you have to do it. You have to pick up a guitar. It was really strange. Just one of those things where you're like, you know, something's supposed to happen. You don't know why, hmm. but you just do it. And then guitar started to make sense all of a sudden. And so I really started to learn, but yeah, it was years and years of work. And then my band was bad for a long time. We moved to Nashville, failed in Nashville. I mean, so many empty gigs and, you know, disinterested audiences and so many times feeling like, I mean, all musicians can relate to this, just like, there are days where you're like, man, I'm making like the best music in the world. You know what I mean? You just wrote a new song and you're like, man, like this is going to take the world by storm. Like I'm so good at this. And then there's days where you're like, what, what am I doing? Like I'm terrible. Like I'm not even close to as good as some of these people. You know, you have those, you have both those days all the time, still do, you know, still do. And so a lot of those days, a lot of those times, and um, there was really a time after I moved back to South Dakota from Nashville, you know, you kind of move back to your home, your home area, tail between your legs a little bit. And you're like, kind of like, what now? But I just never gave up. I mean, always knew I was supposed to be a musician, always knew that was where the passion was. And I just kept grinding, kept working at it, working at it, getting better at songwriting, getting better at every aspect of it. And eventually started to write some, some good songs and was singing them pretty well. And people started to take notice. And then, of course, when this idea came with, with the Psalms, which really is the FU formula, it really is, where, you know, you hear familiar sounding modern music, you know, or familiar sounding worship music, but then you hear the lyrics and you're like, whoa, what's this? Like, this is different. Like, hmm. this is way more intense, way more honest than most of the stuff I hear that sounds like this. And then people, hmm. it kind of catches people's ear a little bit. 
And it's such a great creative challenge too, because these are not verse chorus songs. These are like weird songs. I mean, some of them are 10, 11, 13 minutes long, 50 verses of lyrics. And so even when I started it, I thought it was like, just, this is like a pet project. You know what I mean? I'll just mess with it, see what happens. Mm. You know, have some fun with some friends, making some good music. But then people started buying it online without any advertising. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's some interest for this. And then people kept buying it and kept buying it. Pretty soon we're four or five albums in. And I'm like, okay, I think we got something here. Maybe I should actually advertise. <laughs> you know, maybe I should do something with it. So yeah, I could I could go on and on, but lots of days, you know, long travel days where you're like, what am I doing? And lots of days where like, I'm terrible. Maybe I should quit. <laughs> But I just, I mean, I just, I just never quit. And you know, that's, that's the bottom line is you just, I just kept working at it until, until something clicked. All right, let's take a quick break from the podcast so I can tell you about a free special offer that we're doing right now exclusively for our podcast listeners. So if you get a ton of value from the show, but you want to take your music career to the next level, connect with a community of driven musicians and connect with the music mentors directly that we have on this podcast, or if you just want to know the best way to market your music and grow an audience right now, then this is going to be perfect for you. So right now we're offering a free two-week trial to our music mentor coaching program. And if you sign up in the show notes below, you're going to get access to our entire music mentor content vault for free. The vault's organized into four different content pillars. The first being the music, then the artist, the fans, and last but not least, the business. When you sign up, you'll unlock our best in-depth masterclasses from a network of world-class musicians and industry experts on the most cutting-edge strategies right now for growing your music business. On top of that, you'll get access to our weekly live masterminds where our highest level modern musician coaches teach you exactly what they're doing to make an income and an impact with their music. Then once a month, we're gonna have our Music Mentor Spotlight series. And that's where we're gonna bring on some of the world's biggest and best artist coaches and successful musicians to teach you what's working right now and one of the most amazing parts is that you can get your questions answered live by these top level music mentors. So a lot of the people that you hear right here on the podcast are there live interacting with you personally. So imagine being able to connect with them directly. On top of all that, you'll get access to our private music mentor community. And this is definitely one of my favorite parts of Music Mentor and, and maybe the most valuable is that you're gonna have this, this community where you can network with other artists and link up, collaborate, ask questions, get support, and discuss everything related to your music career. So if you're curious and you wanna take advantage of the free trial, then go click on the link in the show notes right now and you can sign up for free. Uh, from there, you can check out all of the amazing content, uh, connect with the community, and sign up for the live masterclasses that happen every week. This is a gift for listening to our podcast, supporting the show. Um, so don't miss it out. Go sign up for free now and uh, let's get back to our interview. That's so powerful. You know, just the, because I think that that's the common themes for like almost every successful person is that mm-hmm. they weren't just, they didn't just start it that way. Like usually there's this, this phase where they had to go through kind of sucking in order to not suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically like, yeah. like the success looks like, the willingness to look stupid and to suck and not be good in order to improve and practice and craft your skills over time until the point where you actually have made something out of it. And you're a great example of that. You know, it sounds like it was kind of a struggle early on. Like you didn't really see yourself as the best singer or the best instrumentalist, but you kept showing up. You kept, you know, kept honing at it, kept chipping away at it. And that's really, you know, that's really, that's really the path. And totally like can relate. And I think probably a lot of us can like relate to this like ups and downs, ups and downs. I, I've seen some clever memes that are like images of like a, a day in the life of an entrepreneur. And it's like this like roller coaster where it's like, oh, everything's awesome. I'm the best. And it's like, oh, no, I suck. Like, this is terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. It's like, wait, yeah. no, but then this is. And it just like shows this like chart going up and down. So I think that that's, as musicians, as entrepreneurs, that's something that all of us 
you know, kind of have to go through on a regular basis. So I would love to hear maybe what you, what do you think are some of the biggest breakthroughs or kind of ahas that you had that kind of helped you go from this point of early on feeling like, like musically, like what, what the talent wasn't quite there and you were still trying to figure out like, how can I do this uh, full time? Like what were some of the biggest breakthroughs also in terms of just like, yeah, maybe like monetizing what you're doing as well, being able to do it full time. There's a lot of like challenges that come with that. So uh, what are some of the lessons that you learned? Sure. Yeah. No, great question. I think the first lesson I learned is how to, how to do live concerts and how to handle a live audience. We were like, when my band started, we were like 17, 18 years old. You can imagine how bad we were in front of an audience. You know what I mean? Like just relating to them, all that. We thought we'd just get there and play. No, there's so much more to it. And so when I went to a conference in, I think it was Estes Park, Colorado, this is like late nineties and listened to Tom Jackson speak. I'm sure you probably know who Tom Jackson is. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sounds coach. awesome. Yeah. And so and he just opened our eyes to like how to handle a live audience and how to um, put on an awesome show. So that was just a huge like boom breakthrough moment for us, because once we figured out that and our shows got better and I've taken that knowledge, obviously, throughout my entire life, using it for live streams or just anything. And I spent years and years leading worship in local churches where like every week you're in front of people talking to them, leading them. And you're kind of leading the charge with music. That was just great experience being in front of people, thousands of hours of experience playing live, which is which is really helpful. And so that was huge because when when you connect with people at that personal level, when they connect with you, they're like, how can I support you? You just super impacted my life. And so that was the biggest thing was when you put on a great live show and you really give people an experience that that will impact them for a lifetime, then they will they will do anything for you. And that's one, that was a big aha early in my career. I was like, wow, people are like supporting me. They're like giving me money to do this. I must be, this must be something worthwhile. I think the biggest breakthrough monetization wise for me was I actually picked up a course this like a year or two ago. So again, like we're talking like a year and a half ago, I was still doing basically nothing, just making it for fun. And I was a high school principal as a career thinking, you know, thinking like everybody does, like I can't do it full time. Or if I did, it would be really a rough road. I'd have to tour all the time. You know, mm. that was my thinking. But I picked up this course called Spotify Growth Engine by John Gold, and it really taught me Facebook ads. So the course took me through and I learned Facebook ads. And what my goal was just how to grow my uh, music on Spotify, because I had a few thousand listeners on Spotify organically, which is pretty good. But I was like, I could really grow this if I just actually put it out there. So I tried to use the Spotify Growth Engine, but then I realized, wait a second, like I could use Facebook ads to also um, sell my CDs and sell my merch and grow my audience. So I started to get some ideas. And once I learned how Facebook ads work, there was really no looking back. I started to put on Facebook ad for a free CD, just free CD, pay the shipping. And then of course there was an upsell to buy all of our albums, like our entire anthology of Psalms. And like within a few days, I was making like three to $5 for every dollar I spent on that. I was like, oh, this changes things. So I started increasing the ad spend. And like, I mean, people all over the world are, are buying my CDs just off an ad. I was like, whoa, yeah, maybe I don't need my job. <laughs> so that was a pretty, uh, that was a pretty um, powerful moment. And then uh, Chris Greenwood's uh, stuff, Chris Greenwood's smart music business. Uh, I listened to his podcast, started listening to CD Baby podcast. I started listening to every podcast I could. I started to really get interested because like, well, I might be making almost enough to make a living right now. But what if I actually learned something else about how to market music? You know what I mean? So all that was just like a huge, like, the whole new world opened up to me at that point. And mm -hmm. yeah, but really enjoying it ever since. I've really actually been enjoying the marketing side of music now, almost pretty much as much as the making music side. But no nothing's like that moment as a musician when you're making great music. To me, that's what it's all about. That's, that's the value is, is 
making great music is what makes you feel like what you do matters you know mm. but the marketing side is fun too is what i'm saying so i've enjoyed yeah that. absolutely and i think that what's great about what you've what you've accomplished too is, is really like when you can match the marketing with the message and with the impact of the music itself and really the marketing is just like a way to impact more people and to connect with them and to kind of raise the raise the level of what you're currently doing then it's like things will really start to click into gear cool man i'd be curious to hear how did you discover modern musician and end up joining our, our program because you know that's kind of a, a big leap of faith you know kind of join our our gold Arts academy program so i'm just kind of curious like how did you discover it and what was your thought process as you kind of came on board Right. Yeah. So my musician came along at just the right time. I, of course, I followed Chris Greenwood stuff. And so I got an email from Chris inviting me to uh, a webinar with Michael Walker. <laughs> and so I, I know I joined it and I watched you go through your whole process. And by then I had a pretty decent um, background in, in music marketing and funnels and things like that. And as I watched you go through it, I was like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. And I think what really appealed to me was you talking about the, the high ticket offers because that was something I hadn't really even considered or thought about much. Of course, I had been hired to play some concerts and things like that, but just the just the possibilities out there and the out-of-the-box possibilities for giving people these life-changing experiences, like that was like, oh, I haven't really heard that. Like that really resonated with me. And when I watched this webinar, I had just quit my job two weeks prior. So I mean, I was making with music like enough to pay the bills, like almost kind of. I had a side job just in case I didn't. So I was kind of like, you know, this thing was really up in the air, whether or not it was going to go, like whether or not I was going to be able to really make it. Uh, I was making pretty good income, but I have, I have four kids and a wife um, and a mortgage. And so, I mean, yeah, supporting a family of six with music, it's a lot. So I took interest in the webinar and I was like, okay, I need to, to look into this. And when I, and then when I talked to Steven also, after I went to your webinar, it was just clear to me and, and Ari too, I was like, oh yeah, these guys know what they're talking about. And what I really need is someone to come alongside me and just help me get some more ideas and expand and just kind of add more value to what I'm already doing. And I could just tell that that modern musician knew what they were talking about and that they could just level up every stage of what I was doing. Because I would ask you guys questions and it was like, oh, yeah, they know what they're doing there. Oh, yeah, that'll work. You know, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That'll work. You know, mm -hmm. so and it was a big investment at the time, because, again, like I got a family of six. I just quit my job, a very lucrative job, six-figure job as a high school principal. Just quit that to do music full-time. And now I'm going to make this huge investment to go into this program. And yeah, I hope it works. <laughs> you know, so I mean, but at the time, I also felt like, you know what? Like, I need to do this. Like, I need to go all in with my music career. Like, I believe in what I'm doing. It's already shown proof of concept. It's going to work. And Ari and Stephen were assuring me like, oh, but trust me, this is going to work. You know, and I was like, and I believed them. And so I was just like, and I think Modern Musician really helped me just kind of focus because when you're doing music marketing as a musician, there's always just so much, right? You could be doing. There's like so many directions you can go. Like I'm going to focus on Spotify. I'm going to focus on Instagram. I'm going to focus on Facebook. I'm going to focus on live streaming. I could just go on and on and on. And so sometimes it's, it's just overwhelming. There's just so much you could do. And I think what Modern Musician did is it just gave me like a step-by-step -step course to just, you know, you know, do this, do this, do this next. And I really needed that focus. And what was really helpful about the focus is I knew that focus was going to work because it was the same concepts I'd seen, but Modern Musician had really fleshed them out to a point where they were just much more helpful. And so it came at the right time for me. So my goal going into Modern Musician was to double what I was currently doing. And so now three months into Modern Musician, I mean, I just graduated. 
technically. But now, I mean, I'm really close to that goal of doubling what we were doing when I quit my job. So it's just been wow. an absolute godsend for me and my that's, family. That's so. So, so awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. And gosh, I mean, as a father of two, soon to be three, it's hard for me to even kind of fathom, like having, you said, as a family of six, right? Yeah, you're four supporting. kids, yeah. Yeah. Four, okay. Four, four kids. So you're basically double of what we're at right now. And, you know, I, I can just imagine, like, I, I know when I was about to be a dad and at the time I was gone with Paradise Fears, I was touring and, and I was really trying to figure out, like, how can I provide for them without being gone? That was so much like, that was a weight on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I needed to figure it out. There's this drive. So I can imagine how much courage it took to, you know, to leave this job that was, you know, lucrative, that was paying you well, but you knew like you had this higher, this higher purpose and to kind of mm-hmm. take that leap of faith and, and then turn around and invest in like in our, our program, I think took a ton of courage. So that's just, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Super, super inspiring. So this is a question I love to, I love to ask because I think it's, sort of like a magic a magic sauce question so if you could go back to yourself if you could travel in time and you could go back to yourself maybe six months to a year ago right maybe like right when you're getting ready to make that transition of like quitting your job and going full-time into it and you were you could give yourself some advice what would the advice simply yeah my, the advice would be you know sign up with modern musician because they will help you fill all the you know the gaps in your in your marketing strategy that that I had and didn't realize that I had. So, and of course, it took me only a month into it to to wise up and do it. You know, but I, that's what I would have told myself way back then. Is the best advice I can give anyone who's listening to this is invest in yourself. I've invested personally, including modern musician, other things. Probably I've lost count, like over maybe like between ten and twenty thousand dollars in the past couple of years, just in just in my knowledge of being a better musician and being a better uh, marketer and entrepreneur and absolutely the best money I've ever spent. So my advice to people is just keep moving forward, invest in yourself. It improves your, you know, your, your self-confidence, your self-agency. And also it, it gives you that extra like motivation and that excitement to go for it. You know what I mean? Like you're doing something about it now. The worst thing you can do is just nothing. You know, like, that's the advice I would have given myself is don't worry about the money. The money takes care of itself if you invest in yourself and your skills, because it's mm-hmm. skills that will bring, you know, that will make sure that money keeps coming in somehow. You know, we're not, we're not wealthy. We're a middle-class family, a normal family, you know, just making a normal living. But uh, that investment in myself has allowed me, has freed me up to live the life that I would live if I didn't have a job, because I don't have a job. You know what I mean? I'm doing exactly, I'm getting up and I am making the music I want to make. And mm-hmm. you just can't put a price tag on that. That's it's so awesome, man. Yeah, it and just for for your own life too, but then also like your kids, man. They're gonna get to grow up seeing their dad living his best life. It's it's mm-hmm. really really cool. And what a, I mean, a great great lesson too. I think for everyone is just the the value of you know investments in all areas, right? Like something doesn't come from nothing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like a, a tree doesn't just magically appear you know like the tree is like it's planted and it's and it's nurtured and it's grown and it's really like it's investments and so i think that yeah that lesson can apply to so many different areas and the most valuable investment that you can make in yourself is yourself you know investing into yourself mm-hmm. and i do think similar to you in the last year alone uh, I've personally invested over a hundred thousand dollars into mentorship and you know learning from different entrepreneurs and people that are at the next level that I want to learn from. 
And it's something that they do as well. Like they also, they have mentors as well. So there's kind of this uh, wonderful gift that keeps on giving. It's just baked into our human psyche is like the the need for mentorship. And also at some, in some degree, like the, the pay it forward as well to be, a, to be a mentor for other people, I think. So really, really awesome uh, to see what you've accomplished. Uh, you should be super, super proud of yourself. And I appreciate you uh, coming on here to share some of the, the lessons that you've learned, share your story. And, and hopefully it's inspiring for, for everyone just to kind of see what's possible if you know you really don't give up <laughs> you just keep showing up you keep putting one foot uh, ahead of ahead of the other one and then eventually you can get to a point where you're waking up every day doing the thing that you enjoy most in the world and you don't have to you know rely on, on anything else to to support yourself pretty dang cool mm-hmm. all right man well again thank you so much for coming on here to, to share a little bit about your story for anyone who's watching this or listening to this right now who wants to like listen more or learn more from you where can they go to check out your stuff yeah, they can go to thestalmsproject.com and that's where you can, you know, hear our music and uh, connect with us in any way you want to. So that's probably the best place to go. Of course, you can go listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music. Just go to the Psalms Project on Spotify, Apple Music. Listen to the music. It's weird, but hopefully you'll like it. So <laughs> It's weird, if I can, but hopefully you'll yeah, like it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you'll like it. Yeah, if I can do it, you can do it, right? So, but yeah, that's. I hope this inspires people to just go for it. I mean, I remember when I was quitting my job and I was writing my resignation letter to my staff. And, you know, I had a good relationship with my staff and I enjoyed my job. It wasn't like I was like, you know, burn it down as I leave. You know what I mean? It was like, it was, <laughs> it was a bittersweet moment. But I remember putting it at the end of my letter. I said, it was a quote, I think from Mark Twain. He said, you know, live like you're terminal because you are. And for some reason, that just struck me at a certain part of my life. It's like, yeah, it's like, I, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. But if I, if nothing happens, I'm going to, you know, if I don't do this, what happens is, is nothing, nothing happens. And so I just kind of like, you know what, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live the way that I'm, I'm going to live out the calling I know I'm supposed to live out. And I'm going to trust that everything else takes care of itself. And of course, you have to do the work. You have to do the hustle. But yeah, I hope this inspires people to, if they're in a place that, that I was, to, to go for it. So, hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And gosh, there, there's something about that sentiment that really just like hits me in the heart. The, the idea of like, you know, don't, don't die with your music still inside of you. So yep. yeah, that's, that's super awesome. Super awesome that you have the courage to sort of <laughs> to hear that calling and to go for it, take a leap of faith. Cause you know, that's, it's always what it takes, you know, it's taking, taking a leap of faith and, and having faith that if you keep showing up, keep doing the right things that it's going to work out. So uh, yeah, yeah, thanks Ben absolutely. again for coming on here, coming in here to share your story. And definitely for anyone who's listening to this, go check out the music. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's good. <laughs> it's according <laughs> to, to Shane and uh, yeah. And then uh, Shane, we'll talk again very soon. All right. Sounds good, Michael. Thanks a lot for having me on. And thanks to Modern Musician. Changed my life. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, man. Hey, it's Michael here. I hope that you got a ton of value out of this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes to learn more about our guest today. And if you want to support the podcast, then there's a few ways to help us grow. First, if you hit subscribe, then I'll make sure you don't miss a new episode. Secondly, if you share it with your friends or on your social media, tag us. That really helps us out. And third, uh, best of all, if you leave us an honest review, it's going to help us reach more musicians like you who want to take their music careers to the next level. The time to be a modern musician is now, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode.